Hey there, welcome into Miss Charm School Podcast. Yes, if you haven't already, go ahead and follow us at Miss Charm School Podcast on Instagram. You can also follow my personal page if you would like at Sunday Travels, just about everywhere YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. You can also check out my website, www.sundayeli.com. Miss Charm School Podcast is located across most of the social media platforms where you can get your potties, is what I like to call them. We are available on Amazon, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Without further ado, now that you've got all the 411 on how to connect with me, go ahead and do so. Stop this episode right now and go ahead and connect with me on those platforms and share this episode. Go ahead and subscribe. Hey y'all, welcome into another episode of Ms. Charm School Podcast. I'm your host, Sunday Eli. Thank you so much for joining me again today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on in, come on in. You know the drill. Kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in to this good space where we're going to get into a juicy conversation today. I hope you have your libations, something to settle you reset you, refresh you. You know, the body is made up of so much percentage of water. So if you haven't had your water yet, go ahead and get your water today. I have um, water with chlorophyll drops in it. So, you know, we're trying to power up with our greens while also taking our water intake. Yes. So good for you. Good for the feminine, good for the body in general, um, especially for people trying to detox and get toxins out of their system, but also just great for vaginal health as well. You know, perk, benefit, eating your greens, right? And water as well. But anyway, that's not what this episode is about. Go ahead and get your libations. If you need something a little bit stronger, go ahead and get you some wine, sis. I don't judge. Squiggle your toes in the sand. Put this on. Take some deep breaths. Let's get centered. Yes. And let's get into this good work. For those of you returning, thank you so much for returning. Thank you for sharing this podcast with your loved ones. Thank you for sharing. I see your comments. I see when you guys repost and um, retweet things or repost things on social platforms. And so I'm so grateful for that. And I see your comments when you guys uh, go ahead and share it or make comments. So I'm just so grateful for all of you who listen, men and women, coast to coast around the globe literally so it's just such an awesome rich community the charmers that we have here for those of you who are new welcome (laughs) welcome into miss charm school podcast miss charm school podcast is a space for women who are in transition women who are in transition from their womanhood into their queendom what does that mean well When you're in a season of your womanhood, you are really, really in your me season. It's when you are spending the time to learn thyself, get to know yourself, explore yourself, and it's lessons that you take from your womanhood into your queendom. But when you enter into a space of queendom, you enter into an elevated space, I believe, promotion by God, where your decisions no longer affect only yourself. You have a family, you have a partner, you are elevated in positions at your job, you have employees, you have staff, and you're no longer solely responsible for yourself, but you have to take others into account. That is different ways that queendom can manifest in your life where your decisions no longer only affect yourself, but affect others. Another way I like to describe Miss Charm School podcast is this is a space for boss babes, boss babes who are looking to reclaim and reconnect with their feminine energy 
their spirituality and their sensuality. Yes, because we get into all three of those topics on this juicy, juicy podcast. So we're queens, okay, in practice, queens in transition. There are people that uh, rely on us to make good decisions and to be in our highest and our best goods. Excuse me, not our best goods with an S, (laughs) to be in our highest and our best good. And then there are also the accountability that we have with ourselves to be women who are engaged in our feminine energy. And that is mandatory that you are engaged with your spiritual side and then also that you are comfortable expressing your sensuality. So yes, welcome if you're new here. That's what Miss Charm School Podcast is all about. I know that's quite the definition, but that's the reality. These are the topics that we get into here on this podcast. So I'm so happy that you're here. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about soft life. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's going to get juicy on this podcast. So the question I want to pose you is what is soft life? It's funny because this word has come up so many times like Summer Walker released an album and Soft Life is all throughout her album and she definitely has an aesthetic that she's promoting with the Soft Life kind of language there's an aesthetic that she's promoting along with the language and the music as well and then I was hanging out with a male friend a couple weeks ago and somehow Soft Life came up And he made a comment that he wanted to live the soft life. And I was like, "Mm, I think that's kind of a feminine. It's more so like a feminine trait. And he was like, well, explain, like, what do you think soft life is? And I also asked him the same question. And his definition of soft life was like, you know, you don't have any financial worries because everything's taken care of. And, you know, you are just able to really like travel and do what you want when you want and kind of like live your best life. And so when he gave the explanation, I was like, that just sounds like living your best life. <laughs> it doesn't sound like soft life. It kind of sounds like, um, you know, financial freedom and being able to like do what you want when you want because you are not a slave to corporate America or, you know what I mean? That was kind of the vibe I was getting from uh, his definition of soft life. And so I ended up posing a question to my Instagram and ask that's why you got to follow me at Sunday Travels because I will pose questions and things but I posed a question to my audience asking them what they define soft life and actually I'm gonna see if I can try to pull up someone's answer right now hold on I did not plan for this so just give me a second and so this was their definition vacation spa days five-star restaurants weekly for a man, that's the good life. And so I had said with the, the man I was hanging out with had shared his definition of soft life. And I was like, I think that's just like living your best life, like living a good life. <laughs> so yeah, and this person would agree with that. But she also said that for women who will be treated to those things by men or women, that's the soft life. As a woman, soft life to her is living her best life that someone else is funding. And she was like, don't get me wrong. We as women tend to fund these things ourselves, but it does have some aspect of soft life to it. Soft life is when it's funded by someone else. So that was her definition of soft life. So I kind of want to ask you, what is your definition of the soft life? What is soft life and what does it mean to you? Well, on this podcast, we are going to get into 
what is the soft life, okay? And how we should be thinking about the soft life, especially for queens, all right? This is not the average regular degular conversation of soft life, okay? This is the elevated conversation. This is the rare air conversation. This is the high value self-love conversation. This is the conversation on how to re-engage your feminine energy for you boss babes who are out here talking about, I want to live the soft life, which you really mean that you want someone to fund your life for you. And I'm not saying that's not a nice thing to have. I'm not saying that it doesn't relieve a level of pressure, et cetera, et cetera. These are other conversations to get into another time. But specifically for this podcast, many of you who are women who are listening, and I know there are men listening as well because you guys just can't resist it. You can't resist the conversation, okay? But for the women who are listening, all right, you're like me, you're boss babes. You got your degrees, okay? You're entrepreneurs, you own businesses. Some of you are wives and are married. And I know some of you are, you know, working as managers and you have people underneath you. Some of you are coming out of that life and transitioning to staying at home full time. Some of you are, you know, putting on the dresses and the makeup and the hair, but you're not really truly experiencing soft life. And I think many of us are, well, not really me, but many boss babes are walking around demanding that men fund their life for soft life. And we look at soft life really under a capitalistic lens of finances. We look at soft life as something that is monetized. But I don't believe that that's what soft life is. And for a woman who's in her queendom, the high-value self-loving woman should look at soft life as an energy Soft life is an energy. It's a state of being. So much of our society gets so warped. We immediately equate things to finances because we live in a capitalistic society that is about the individual. What are you doing for me? How are you helping me? I, 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 I. And if you're not doing this for me or making my life better, next I got to protect my peace. You are disturbing my peace, et cetera, et cetera. And all of that energy, even the way that I just said it on this podcast, none of that is giving soft life energy. None of it. <laughs> Not one of it is giving soft life energy. And so we're actually going to be going on a journey in Miss Charm School podcast over the next eight months. And it's inevitable that we're going to be going on this journey because I'm going on the journey. And so inevitably, I'll be taking you guys with me. I'm actually going on an eighth month journey of a relationships revolution. I'm studying with a master coach on uh, preparation for partnership, actually is what it's called. And it is really about undoing some of the layers or really a lot of the layers, which my master teacher calls um, love lies that have been really poisoning the way that we do relationships as women. There's also love lies that men also have consumed, but this class that I'm in is for women only. So that's why I'm going to have a perspective on the female love lies. <laughs> so I've read actually her book multiple times over and stuff like that, but I decided to invest in the course. So I decided to invest in the course so that I can have a relationships revolution, so that I can begin to move out of the I, I, I way of doing relationships of our capitalistic society and move into a space of we, 
to continue to further myself in reconnecting to my feminine energy and increasing my spirituality, increasing my feminine magnetism, managing my energy units and um, reconnect. Well, I think I'm pretty cool with my sensuality, but, you know, maybe even exploring more of my sensuality and my sensual power, right? So inevitably, because I'm going on that journey for the next eight months, you guys are going to be going on that journey with me. Yay, lucky you. You don't even get to spend the money and you get to pick up the gems that are going to flow through me to you as benefit of being a member of the tribe. All right. So we're going to be doing some work. We're going to be cultivating our soil. I just ask that over the next eight months that your hearts are open, that your minds are open, uh, that I'm seeing an image of fist being clenched that you relax your your fist. In the church, there's an expression of like the opening of your hands in a receiving position, sometimes when you're praying to God or thanking God. And so I really want to encourage you over the next eight months to have the posture of receiving with your arms open, your hands open, your palms open to receiving instead of being closed off. And I wanna encourage you for the areas that you feel closed off that are gonna come up in the next eight months that you lean into those areas instead of leaning out of those areas because it's probably a stronghold, a root of a toxic belief system that you're holding on to and that you're operating out of and life might be trying to encourage you and nudge you to open yourself up to releasing it so that you can have relationship revolution and transformation in your love relationships. All right, that's a mouthful, but yes, we are getting ready to go on this very exciting journey. So I'm excited to take you all with me. But before we go deep into the journey, we are talking about what is soft life. And I want to challenge you to think about what is the energy around soft life? A lot of people think soft life is, you know, someone paying for you and you have zero bills, right? But I really want to want you to experience and think about what is the energy? Why does someone paying for you and paying your bills why are we equating that to soft life? What is the energy behind that? The energy is relaxation. The energy is stress relief. The energy is free of pressure. The energy is relaxed, right? Exhale. Freedom is a word that comes up. Free, freedom, relaxed. Um, some people would even probably say happy, joyful, right? Those are some of the characteristics, you know, like quality character aspects of soft life. If you think about it in terms of energy. And so I want to help paint this picture as well. I want you to think of, and I'm going to stereotype, all right? So I want you to think of the masculine energy like the city of New York City. And I want you to think of the feminine energy like Maui, Hawaii. And even if you've never been to Maui, just imagine, or Hilo, I like Hilo better. So let's imagine Hilo, Hawaii. And let's imagine New York City, New York for the masculine energy. Now you already know, just from those two titles alone, very different energies. And if we make a stereotype around the masculine energy of New York City, how would you describe it? These are some of the things I wrote down. The energy of New York, New York is power. 
powerful power, lines, straight lines, gray, noisy, busy, rushed, focused, curt, rude, going, doing, active, pushing, moving, pursuit, pursuit. Ooh, that's good. Let's say that again. So the masculine, stereotypical masculine energy of New York. And this is why a lot of women actually are drawn to big cities, right? We're drawn to the power. We're drawn to the buildings. We're drawn to the big lines and the hustle and bustle of the whole vibe, right? That's a masculine energy. And I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just trying to get us to strip off I, I want us to take another step deeper into the ocean, right? Like we're talking about soft life and a lot of us are sitting on the beach. We're barely getting our toes wet. We're not really taking a deep dive into what does that actually mean? So right now we're going waist deep by just examining the different energies. So let's think about the masculine energy again. Again, I'm massively stereotyping. So just go ahead and stereotype, okay? <laughs> New York, New York is loud, honking horns, it's power, it's lines, it's suits, it's buttoned up, it's gray. You know, nobody's walking around in a bikini. They're wearing suits. They're covered up. I thought about uh, Scarlett. She has a very hot single. Um, what is it like? Get the F out New York. We don't want you anymore. Get the F out New York. Sit the F down or whatever. I don't know all the lyrics, y'all. But anyway, I was listening to it one day. I was like, this ish go hard. But anyways, um, back the F up. Move the F back. Back the F up, right? So, um, and it has a very strong masculine energy and masculine vibe. Like it's tough. That's another word, tough. Um, hard exterior, noisy, busy, rushed, focused, rude, curt. You're going, you're doing, you're acting, you're pushing, you're moving, you're pursuit, you're pursuing. Now the feminine energy, let's switch to Hilo Hawaii. It's lush, <laughs> it's vibrant. It's colorful, it's fruitful, it's relaxed, it's in time. It's a slower pace, but like at the same time, nothing is out of order. You know, like when you sit down and have a meal in Hilo, Hawaii, nobody's rushing to bring you your food. But at the same time, like you're also not in a rush to do anything either. Like everything's slower, but it's also on time, right? It's in flow. Hilo, Hawaii is connected. It's peaceful. There's calm sounds. It's it's more relaxed. It's not loud. If anything, it's soft. It's rest. It's being. Hilo Hawaii is not rushing or pushing or doing. It ju it's just existing. It just is. It's just being what it is. It's existing. That's actually a word I wrote down here. It's drawing you in and it is receiving. Mm. Let's read that again. Feminine energy stereotype. I'm stereotyping y'all. Hilo Hawaii is lush, vibrant, colorful, fruitful, relaxed, in time, but slow, connected, peaceful, calm sounds, rest, being, existing, drawing you in, and receiving. So if we make... I just, let's just pause for the cause because that's just so good. And a song, if I want to put a song with the Hilo Hawaii vibe, 
the first artist I think of is Jenea Aiko, and she has a song called Be Well, which is like a meditation song where she's using um, sound bowls and she's just saying, I am alive and well, you know, and she's just telling people to be well. And it's almost like a prayer or a mantra, if you will. And it's calm and it's peaceful and it's relaxing and it just resets your whole energy. At least it resets mine when I play it. Whereas Scarlet, now two female artists, this is so perfect. Thank you, God. Looking for the setup. Look at how God set me up with the assist. Two female artists giving you two very different vibes. I think one of um, Jenea Echo's albums actually was recorded in Hawaii. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of it right now. Colombo. I think Colombo was, was it Colombo? Yeah, I think a section, if not the whole album, but definitely like there's a large selection of songs on the Colombo album that were recorded in Hawaii, I believe. So that's just so perfect how God just set that up. But like Scarlet, love her, a full character, fun, funny, everything, right? But she's grew up in New York. She got that rough edge that, and she be looking good, her makeup be done, hair be done. But she's been around power, lines, gray, noisy, busy, rushed, focused, rude, curt, going, doing, achieving, active, pushing, moving, pursuit. And Janae Aiko is out here stirring bowls, <laughs> barely, barely speaking, you know, voice all soft. And it's not that she don't have a rough, tough side. You know what I'm saying? It's not that she's somebody that's a pushover. It's just her whole energy is different. Her energy is alluring you. It's drawing you in. It's it's relaxed. It's not really forcing, pushing. No. It's like, it's like the sweet smelling apple pie somebody pulls out the oven that just kind of wafts under your nose on the wind, right? It's not even trying. It's just existing. And it's still drawing you in. That's the massive stereotype. If I was to stereotype the masculine energy versus the feminine energy, that's the way I would stereotype it. And so many women are walking around talking about soft life, soft life, soft life, but they are not in the energy of soft life. They are not engaging their feminine energy. They may have put on the feminine clothes. They may have put on the dress. They may have put on the makeup. They may have combed their hair and put curls in it. But the energy is still active, going, doing, achieving, accomplishing, focused, rough energy, tough energy, lines, power, busy, noisy, rude, curt. Do you understand? And this is why... It's, it's critically important ooh, for us women who are queens, who want to be in our queendom well, for us boss babes who are coming, especially out of corporate America or in a, a capitalistic society where it's about I and me, you know, and we've had to go get these degrees and go get these jobs. And some of us, our families lean on us for support and you know, you you might be the financial breadwinner for your family and you're a female, right? Or you might be a female taking care of your mom or your aunties or nieces and nephews, or you might be a single mom and you're not having support from a village and a community. And it's just been I and you and me, and you had to bet on yourself and pull yourself up from your bootstraps. And I applaud you. 
but then we have a craving though that type of boss babe chick has a craving for soft life and you think it's in buying clothes from prada or shein or fashion nova and it's bright colors and it's makeup and lip gloss and sis it's not it's not it's an energy it's an energy and scarlet i love her her hot single love it okay but even when they dress her up and she looks physically pretty she has still a very strong masculine energy and there's there's nothing necessarily wrong with that but when we're trying to figure out what is soft life and we're going around silently screaming at men or outwardly screaming at men that oh if you're not making my life better get up out of it bye that even that <laughs> is kind of a masculine energy sis i'll give you an example and praise be to god because i'll start here before i give the example because i just i'm gonna share it but i'm hesitating right now to share it because i don't want to be braggadocious and I had somebody tell me before, like, oh, people only say that before they get ready to be braggadocious or people only say that before they get ready to be rude. Like, I'm not trying to be rude, but, you know, and I, I'm really hesitant because I don't want it to come across that way. But I'm sharing because it's it's worth sharing in this moment. So um, not too long ago, there was a guy who shared with me that, like, um, he had been dating and stuff and. He had been meeting different girls and, you know, the girls, he was like, I'm a, you know, he's a provider or whatever. And he's like, I don't have a problem, like helping women do whatever they got to do. He was like, but he didn't use the word entitlement, but he was like, you know, but when people are like coming out the gate demanding it, he was like, because they saw a post on Instagram, he was like, that type of person, I just don't want to help them. <laughs> and I was just listening. I wasn't actually like, honestly, I wasn't, well, I was listening, but I wasn't like really listening. I was kind of focused on something else. And he ended up sharing with me like, but somebody like you, like you can get everything because you don't ask for anything. And I heard it, but I just, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't really do anything with it in the moment. But then after meeting him, yeah, I mean, there was a moment where he just kind of like went all out for me with some stuff. And when I think back on it, I never asked ever once. And I almost, in a sense, blocked my blessing because I almost closed the receiving channel. Like I almost was like, no, what are you doing? I don't need that from you. But instead, I shut my mouth because <laughs> I could kind of feel that he was going to um, send me money. And instead of like pushing back on it, I just got quiet because for some people, some people giving to the feminine energy, first of all, the feminine energy, if you think of Hilo Hawaii, it does receive. So this is the thing about the soft life question and soft life, soft life, soft life. When you're a woman who's engaged in your feminine energy, you don't have to ask for the soft life. It's going to automatically be because Hilo Hawaii is just existing. Hilo Hawaii is just fertile ground. People just plant seed in the ground. And they're going to get 50 different mangoes back or 50 different avocados or 50 different pineapples or whatever the crazy number of fruit that grow in Hilo, Hawaii, because it's just fertile. It doesn't have to do anything. It's just lush. It's just green. It just rains. It's just sunny. It's just sunny. You know, it's just alluring. You just want to take off your clothes and be scantily clad. Like it doesn't, ha it has a sensuality to it. It has a peace to it. It has a presence to it. 
And this is why this podcast, we talk so much about being in your spiritual space. We talk so much about having a relationship with God. We talk so much about prayer and meditation because it is critical for you to connect to the creator that created you, that knows exactly how you're made and how you're wired, that knows exactly what it is that you're struggling with, that knows that you're too engaged in your feminine energy over here because you have to pick it up and use it for work every day. And you're frustrated in your love relationships in your life because you're dealing with men like you are at work or you're dealing with your family like you're at work and you're frustrated and you're wondering why is the man not showing up giving me money why do I have to even ask a lot of women get frustrated to even ask a man to do for them they feel like if I have to ask I don't want it you need to re-engage the feminine energy how do you do that it's not just in the clothes and the makeup that that helps yes it helps but it really starts in reconnecting with the source your creator It really starts with prayer and meditation. It really starts with not just praying and talking to God. Meditation is being still and being quiet so that you can actually hear from God. Having a journal nearby so you can write down the notes. It means practicing hearing the Holy Spirit. It means attuning yourself to hearing your inner voice and your inner ear. It means practicing listening to your gut when something says, "Mm, turn left today. You don't normally go left on that route home, but today go left. And maybe it's trying to guide you to avoid an accident that would have you sitting in traffic for two hours that would drain your energy so that by the time you get home, you know, you can be soft and ready for your date that's going to happen two hours after you get off of work. That's what it means to be engaged in the feminine energy. It's not just the heels and the dress and the bright colors. That's just putting on a mask, but underneath it, you're still masculine. You're too masculine for those of you who want to literally live the soft life. And the soft life is not just somebody paying your bills. That's going to happen when you're engaged in the feminine energy. But it means filling up your own tank. It means being the source of your own joy, finding the things that bring you joy, There's a book that Debrina Jackson Gandy wrote called All the Joy You Can Stand. I highly encourage you to read it. I've talked about it on my podcast many times already. There's episodes you can scroll through the vault. There's tons of episodes where I break down like how to re-engage this aspect of yourself, how to find your own joy, how to fill up your own cup, how to re-engage your childlike energy. What are the things that bring you the most joy? Go do those things. For me, it's traveling. And a lot of people think traveling is just a hobby or traveling, you know, everybody loves to travel. Sure. Okay. But for me, I come alive when I travel. It's a whole nother glowing version of Sunday because I'm doing something that I absolutely love. When I'm in a country and I'm exploring culture and hearing languages and, you know, walking around and going to museums or listening to great music, like I come alive. You know, some people just want to sit and lounge at the beach all day with a cocktail. Mm, Not really me. Like, I want to take a deep dive. I want to learn the culture. I want to, you know, grow. I want to learn something when I'm there. I want to see something new, experience something different. And it fuels me in a way that, like, for my mom, you know, she takes trips and stuff like that. But her trips are usually, like, centered around family. She likes to go see family. And that refuels her. Hanging out with her friends refuels her. She comes alive when she gets to hang out with her people. That might be your thing. But you need to find the thing that I talked about this in my um, previous episode. 
filling up your tank and filling up your joy should be something you can do independent of another person. You have to find out what are those things that genuinely bring you joy independent of another person. It may be going on a walk. I like to go on walks. They make me feel good. I like to paint. It's been a while since I picked up a paintbrush, but I do like to sit and paint. Find something on YouTube and just try to paint it in my house, copying what I see somebody doing. I've always loved to color. I've always loved to draw. I like to write. I like to talk. <laughs> That's why I have a podcast. I like to write. I keep journals. I've had journals for years. I love like when people give me a really nice pen and a journal as a gift. I love that kind of stuff. I love to write and write out my thoughts and daydream. And I like meditation. I like to sit and play soft music or sit in silence and just daydream and, and, and dream and have visions about stuff. You know, I let my mind just go and be a kid and wonder and play. I like to try to envision and imagine my life. I like vision boards, you know. I like affirmations. I like reading scripture. There's so many things. I love to swim. I like water. I love fashion and clothes and that sort of thing. I like looking good. Looking good makes me feel good. I like to cook. I like to cook um, for visual enjoyment because I understand that people eat with their eyes. So I like to prepare meals that, yes, taste delicious, but also look incredible to eat. That makes me feel good to serve people when people are like, mm, 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 mm. that's the best compliment a person can pay me <laughs> when they sit at my dinner table. When I cook, I literally pray over the food. Like if I'm cooking a whole chicken or deboning the spine out of a chicken before I like uh, put it in the oven and do some delicious something, I'm massaging the chicken. I'm talking to the chicken. I'm like, God, thank you for this chicken. Thank you for it running around free, cage free. Thank you for the person that fed it. Thank you for the person that butchered it. Thank you for the driver that carried it on the truck to the thing, to the next place, to the... Thank you for the staff member that put it on the shelf. And thank you for packaging it and it being right here in my hands right now. God, I bless you for this chicken. Thank you for this chicken. This chicken's about to be moist. This chicken's about to taste good. This chicken's about to soak in these seasonings and be so succulent. This chicken is about to all impurities be gone out of this chicken. May it be delicious and nutritious. May it make my family members feel like they have a big big hug from God, a kiss from God when they eat this chicken. Let them rave about this chicken. Like I really talk to my food like that. But in order for you to even be mindful to talk to your food like that, you got to be in your feminine energy because when you're rushing and you're in your masculine and you're doing, 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 guess what? At the end of the day, you're exhausted. At the end of the day, you're drained. At the end of the day, you don't have the energy. The, the feminine energy gets depleted when it's too much in the masculine. But when you are engaged in your feminine energy, you're rested, you're relaxed, you're, you know, you're moving in time, in flow, it refuels you. You have more energy. You smile bigger. Your radiance is on. Your feminine glow is on. People will come, men and women will come to you and just say, wow, you just, you're glowing. You have such a presence about you or, oh my God, you know, you'll find that people are gravitating towards you. And it's not just because of the outer beauty. It's because you're literally doing the inner work. Hello, somebody. You're sitting in your prayer and your meditation with God. You're not just telling God all your problems, 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 problems. You're also saying, you know what, God, thank you for being God. 
Thank you for being the king of kings. Thank you for having my back. All the things that I don't even know that you protected from me. Thank you for protecting me. Thank you for bringing me to this moment. Thank you for your thoughts being bigger than my thoughts, your ways being beyond my ways. Thank you that you keep things from me, Think revelation that I don't need to understand right now. Thank you that you reveal the strategies that I need in perfect timing. Thank you for the people that left my life that didn't need to be here, that weren't meant for the journey. Thank you for every person that stayed because they had to stay, because they were called to my journey. God, I'm grateful for the people in my life. I'm grateful just sitting here, just imagining God hugging you, you know, just like, mm, God, thank you. I just enjoy walking with you and talking with you and doing life with you. Like, you bad. You the king of kings. Like, I saw what you did in my friend's life. Shout out to you. I saw what you did in my life. Shout out to you. Like, you that dude. You know, it takes, it's, it's all, it's going deep, y'all. It's getting past the surface of going to God when you just have problems and you need to get out of a jam and you're frustrated. Like, no. Every person wants to hear some words of affirmation and some encouragement too. They don't want to just pick up the phone and call when there's a problem. They don't want to just have conversations with you when there's something going wrong. That people get resentful. They don't want to answer the phone because they know, oh, she just about to dump on me again. What's up? Oh, he just calling because he wasn't happy with something I said or did. You know, people want to have real connection. God wants to have real connection with you. He wants to hear from you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to sit with you sometimes in silence and not say anything. There's times when God wants to speak to you, but you're so busy talking that he can't get a word in. Right? It's a real relationship. And it starts with investing in that space to re-engage the feminine. Okay, so I hope that that has been very, very helpful when it comes to breaking down the soft life. I'm just looking over my last minute notes here because um, God gave me like a very big download this morning. Oh, yes, this was the second piece that um, I must mention because it came through. When you think about New York and you think about Hawaii <clears throat> excuse me and the masculine we stereotyped the masculine energy as new york and we stereotyped the feminine energy as hilo hawaii when you think about that imagine those two energies trying to communicate even if they both speak english right the masculine energy is about doing it's about action it's about accomplishing it's about going and conquering it's about move out of my way get go got places to go got things to do i'm laser focused I don't have time to stop at a coffee shop to have a coffee right now. Like, I'm, I got places to go, things to do. I'm on a deadline. Hilo Hawaii is like, let's take a walk. <laughs> let's take in the sights and sounds. Let's stop and have a little breakfast. And then we'll mosey on down to the water and sit out at the water and, you know, take a dip if it gets too hot and then come back up and relax a little bit more. And then, you know what? My man, I got hungry. Let's go ahead. Oh, actually, we don't need to go to the restaurant. Somebody just came by with, you know, selling something on the beach. That's perfect timing. Look at that. That was perfectly in flow. I don't even have to go anywhere. They brought it to me. Great. Now I'm ready to leave. Oh my goodness. So-and-so's going by where we're going by. They're going to offer us a ride. Excellent. I don't even have to figure out how to get home because boop, look at how that fell into place. Like it doesn't have really any plant. Like it's fluid. Yeah, they kind of have plants, but it's fluid. It's not as structured. It's not right. Okay. Feminine energy. 
So imagine the feminine, Hilo, and New York, New York, communicating. Because they're going to be drawn to each other. Period. And you can be a feminine woman who's like, you know what? Nope. I'm all about my time. I, I'm like that. I'm about my time, structure, A, B, C, D, E. Like, I have that side. And I also have a side that is very fluid. Like, okay, I'm chilling right now. Like, we'll figure it out. There's no need to rush. <laughs> I just came back from vacation. And when my friend and I were on vacation, we didn't even have our, like, our way back to the... We had a flight out of the capital city of the country we were in. But we were in the countryside. <laughs> And we did not have our return passage, if you will, back to the capital to catch our flight. And when we started to look, we waited literally till the day before. And when we started to look it up, of course, like the way we came down, we came down by bus and all the buses were sold out. So I was like, oh my God. And for half a second, I started to panic. But then literally the other half of that second, I was like, well, <laughs> I turned to look at my friend. I was like, well, we'll get back some kind of way. We'll figure it out. And she literally looked at me and we laughed and we went back to having a cocktail staring at the beach. Like it was like, okay, well, the buses are sold out. I guess we'll go back some other kind of way and we'll figure it out later. And I happened to be sitting next to a gentleman who literally in that moment went searching and hunting to try to figure out how can they get back to the Capitol. Figured it out for us. We paid for the um, returned method and boom, it was done in five minutes. We didn't have to do anything. Even when we were in another country, we were uh, doing a walking tour, a food tour downtown of another country where we had a layover. And one of the tour guides was like, oh, you guys are going back to the airport? Oh, well, I have to drive by there. I'll just take you. And we had already purchased like our little return bus ticket to get back. And she was like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Like, you're not going to lose that much money. Like, I'll just take you. Like, she was very adamant about taking us. So what do we say? Okay. <laughs> but when you're in that place where you're rest and relax, I know for some people that can cause, like, I know we love to use the word anxiety, but for some people, they're so structured and so rigid that moving in a place of flow can freak people out. But a woman moves in flow. Think about a mother. You don't know what your baby's going to do. You don't know what your toddler's going to do. You don't know what your teen's going to do. You have to be able to roll with the MF and punches, okay? It is a skill set that is innately built in you. Soft life is innately built in you as a woman because you are built to flow. You are built to go with the flow. You are built to be able to pivot and see things from a wider perspective. You're built to be able to have vision. And yes, we've learned very well how to sharpen to have laser vision. Yes, we've learned very well how to sharpen our masculine skills because we had to get through school and college. And we live in a capitalist society, which is very masculine. And in order to succeed and thrive in it, yes, <laughs> you've got to have those skill sets. And I'm not blaming our country for our state of being. But for those of us who want to engage soft life, it really is just getting back in touch with yourself. It's really that simple. So again, let me get back to my point. I was starting to get on a tangent. But when New York, traditional masculine energy, and Hilo Hawaii, traditional feminine energy get together, can you see how they could be speaking the same language? Like they both want to get to the airport, but they both have two different methods of trying to get there. Hilo Hawaii is like, you know, we'll get there. We'll get there in perfect timing. 
we'll get there two hours before the flight but like you know i'm not stressed about it like it'll happen the masculine energy is like no we got to go now we got to be did it you know what if this happens and that happens you know oh and so they could love each they're going to be drawn to each other they're going to be magnetic to each other they're going to have a passion for one another the feminine energy is always attracted to power power is sexy to us and for men the soft life of you <laughs> when you are engaging your feminine energy is sexy to him he's always going to be drawn to it he's and it's not just him most men in their masculine energy are going to be drawn to it it's like bees to honey they can't help it just like women who are in their feminine energy can't help but be attracted to men who have power you know even me like I may not want to hook up with you but if I see a man who's like oh, okay that's exactly how I feel I'd be like mm, okay I see him you know I may not want to get with him but yeah a man like that stands out he has an energy about him right and that's what men say about the women who's who's in her feminine as well she may not have on half as much makeup as Miss USA but if she's in her feminine energy, she's going to allure him every time she's going to draw him in. That is the nature of the energy. It's not even unique to her as a woman. It's just the nature of the feminine energy. It draws in. Okay. So imagine those two people trying to communicate. <laughs> just imagine. Those two people trying to communicate. Okay. Can you imagine and can you envision how this affects communication between men and women. We could be literally speaking the same English, but we're operating from two different energies. And those two different energies can often cause clashes in our communication styles as well because we are operating from two different lenses of how we see the world and how we move throughout the world. And together, those two different lenses create a beautiful holistic picture. But sometimes when we're trying to communicate to one another, we can be frustrated because we're communicating from the opposite sides of the coin in terms of energies. Does that make sense? I'm trying to paint the picture for you. Now, again, it's important for me to stay, say, state this. There are plenty of men who have men and women both have masculine and feminine energies. There are men who are masculine men, but they have overly practiced their feminine energy characteristics. And there are women who are, their natural nature is feminine energy, but they have overly exercised their masculine traits, masculine energy traits. And so things are out of a balance. And I think that's why you find some women who complain that, oh, my God, these men are so weak. Oh, my God, like they're not attracting you because you already hold so much power. And you're frustrated because you don't want to do it all. You want someone to offer you help. You're frustrated that you have to ask for someone to offer you help. And all it means is it's a sign for you, says, to reengage the feminine energy. And for men, there's men who feel like I'm tired of getting played. I don't know why, like, girls think I'm weak, blah, 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 blah. And sometimes guys lean too much into their masculine energy that they're D-I-C-Ks and buttholes, all right? It's balance, y'all, balance. <laughs> balance. But also, it could simply mean re-engaging your, your, re your masculine energy for men who have leaned too heavily into their feminine energy side. There's some men who are masculine straight men, 
but they got their best friends is all females. Like, you know, that's probably why you communicate like a female. I'm not trying to be rude, but there's masculine men who are straight, who like, man, they can kiki with the best of us, <laughs> you know, but they like women, right? And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But then they may have problems and challenges sometimes in their romantic dating life where they feel like they're not getting the respect or they're not getting treated the way that they want to be treated. It could simply mean that you just have leaned too much into your feminine energy. You need to lean back into your masculine power. Okay, y'all, this has been a very juicy episode about the soft life. And I hope that you had, I know you did. I know you had a lot of food for thought with this episode. More to come. We got eight months of diving into a lot of juicy topics. We are definitely going to get more into the communication piece. So I'm glad I kind of introduced that to you with this episode around men and women who could be speaking the same language, but because we're operating from two different energies at our core, there's times where we think we're being clear and explaining things, but it's coming off like Hawaii says, and he's in New York. So he's kind of like, I don't really understand you. Like I hear you, but I don't really like, like you think I get what you're saying, but no, I don't because I'm in New York <laughs> and I'm doing and I'm action oriented and I'm about my business, right? But the main thing for this episode was to really help us boss babes really tap into the feminine energy, not just the femininity of the acts of the changing of the clothes and the demanding, demanding, demanding. No. And I'm not saying don't bring your voice forward. Yes, bring your voice forward. That's fine. But at the same time, like be in your prayer closet, like bug God about it more than you bug your partner about it. Because if you can bug God about it, God's going to handle it on your behalf. And I really think like, I don't know if this is a fact or not. There's a way to lovingly remind your partner, lovingly remind your husband of something, you know, to the point that it doesn't come across as nagging or come across like you're trying to instruct him like his mom. No man wants to be with his mom, right? But I understand women that there are things that we have needs about. And there's an episode that you can definitely look up in my archive called Ask Better Questions. And I really break down in that episode how to ask would and will statements. And that is a better way of communicating with your masculine man. Okay, he'll understand you so much better. But there's going to be so much more to come on that as we dive into these next couple of months. I love you, Charmers. Go ahead and share this episode. You know it was fire. You know it was fire. And it was directly from Source because he gave it to me in meditation this morning. So light it up. Post it on social. I can't wait to see your comments. I can't wait to see you guys repost it. I love you. I love you. I love you. Let's run these numbers up these next eight months. I'm telling you, relationships revolution. It's about to be transformation in your marriage. Some of you listening, I know you guys are married during your first five years of marriage. It's about to be transformation in your marriage. For those of you who are single you about to be proposed it's about to be transformation in your love life to where men are like oh my god this one right here she's different I got to have her I'm telling you the old way of doing love and relationships is out the window it's not working for us we are women of soft life it's our nature it's our true nature we don't have to try to be it we just have to re-engage it just re-engage it re-engage it I love you charmers I'll talk to you soon let's get it <laughs>